0: Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have this opportunity to be with you again this week. Um, Where well, we had finished our study last time, realizing that salvation relating to our spirit, soul and body has always got to be set within its proper scriptural context if we are to understand it in its fullness. And so with that in mind, we're going to start off this week with uh, with some scripture and we'll we'll go from there. And the first we're going to read is from Matthew 25, 34. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Then we have Hebrews chapter four, verse three. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he has said. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. And then Revelation 13, eight. All who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. So what do we see here? We see that the kingdom of Christ, the rule over the earth that God has purposed for his son from eternity past, being given as an inheritance to man and that this inheritance was planned for man from the foundation of the world even before man was a created being, existed. So we see then from our scripture from Hebrews that God's works, all that was necessary for the fulfilment of his purpose for his son and man, which must obviously include salvation, spirit, soul and body, with respect to rulership over the earth, were complete and absolute before the heavens And the earth were created, in effect then from eternity past. And we see in our verse from Revelation that Christ as the Lamb was offered as a sacrifice and also within God's economy from the foundation of the world. Even though the event itself was not manifest in time until some 4,000 years after the restoration of the ruined creation and an unspecified length of time from the original creation of the heavens and the earth. And if we think um, what we find in the scriptures that the Jewish people are the only ones who have ever been given the Passover lamb to kill, that raises all sorts of interesting questions for us when we consider Christ the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. But that will be a study for another time, not today. So we can understand then that from that time in the beginning with regards to rulership of this earth god has always intended that man would rule with his son for a period of one thousand years second timothy 1 8 therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our lord nor of me his prisoner but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of god who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Titus 1.1, Paul, a bondservant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness in hope of age-lasting life which God, who cannot lie, promised when? Before time began. And of course, when would time begin? Well, it begins in Genesis with the six days, the six days of 24 hours to be followed by the seventh day of rest. And these promises, of course, were given before that time began. That's what the scripture says. It's not in doubt, not something we have to explain, something we have to believe and then if we go to hebrews chapter 2 the beginning of that chapter therefore we must give the most earnest heed to the things we have heard lest we drift away for if the words spoken through angels proved steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the lord And was confirmed to us by those who heard him god also bearing witness both with signs and wonders with various miracles and gifts of the holy spirit according to his own will for he has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels but one testified in a certain place saying what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you take care of him You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honour and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that was not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honour, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Well, just as something to keep in mind, of course, in our study, apart from our study times here, if we ever want to know, if we've ever wondered, what is the book of Hebrews about? It tells us very plainly in the scriptures that we have just read here. It's about the world to come, which will not be in subjection to angels. And this is the central focus of the whole of the book of Hebrews. And from the scripture we've just read here in Hebrews, it's quite clear to us that God has set man over the works of his hands, over God's hands. And that God has put all things and we might remember the all things that we've seen from Colossians chapter one in a previous study. He has put these all things under man's feet. But notice it tells us plainly, clearly, categorically, yet we do not see all we yet we do not see all things put under man. Neither at any time in the past, nor indeed in the present has this scenario ever existed. That is all things being put under man. We've never seen that yet. And if it remains God's purpose, which it is, And if it's not happened yet, which it hasn't, then it must remain yet future, which it does. And keeping all of this in mind, it will seem fairly obvious to us that the completion of God's plans and purposes as they relate to this earth would not be instantaneous, but would rather follow, form and process a process the reasons for which we might not grasp with our finite minds, but a process nonetheless which is perfect to bring about God's purpose. However, we need to note that although God created man with a specifically stated purpose of having dominion, and although as we have seen this is God's intention from eternity past, we have also seen in our scripture from Hebrews 2.7, That man was made a little lower than the angels with respect to rulership over the earth, below the authority of the ruling angels. And that's something that's so important to grasp and to understand because there is such foolishness that goes on within Christendom and that has to do with binding angels and binding Satan. And quite clearly, from the scripture, we've just read it, it's there, you can't deny it. Man is lower than the angels with respect to rulership and the earth and you cannot command those over whom you do not have authority and we do not have authority over them yet. And before that authority can be set in place, before the foundation of the world um, can be realised, man must prove himself worthy to replace that incumbent ruler, Satan and his fallen angels and following the pattern that's already been set this is a process brought about by the work of the spirit over a time frame pictured in the six days of work given to the restoration of the material creation culminating in a seventh day of rest for man to attain the position for which he was created and be elevated above the angels seen in the seventh day, his experience must parallel that seen in days one through six in Genesis chapter one. There is no other way. Well we'll continue with this next time but only of course if the Lord is willing. Thank you for listening today. God bless you.